0: hey you are tuned in to cannabis legalization news where we explain the cannabis laws so that you can change them today we're going to be delving into secrets of cannabis legalization who is funding all these legalization efforts and what happens to alcohol use disorder after cannabis legalization comes to your state and a whole bunch more you're going to want to stick around because we'll be giving away free shit. so let's get to the news and our lead story of the week miggy what's happening man
1: What up, dude? Happy Sunday.
0: Happy Sunday, everybody. Thank you so much for spending some of that time here. We do a little bit of activism and education regarding what happened the past week of cannabis legalization news. We had a pretty interesting story come out of mjbiz.com. It is our main story of the day, and let's get to it. Who is funding legalization? It turns out the industry is funding legalization. Can you believe that? FANA <laughs> firms are the main funders of recent legalization efforts. A big thumbs up if you guys are funding legalization efforts. It looks like you're going to have a cannabis license if you are. And so they have a nice little chart and graph because mjbizdaily.com is always good for charts and graphs. Arkansas was 99.8% industry contribution. It lost, by the way. Maryland, 99.1%. It passed. Missouri, 94% also passed. South Dakota, about 87% failed. And North Dakota, only a third also failed.
1: Yeah, when they say industry is funding it, and are they talking like Cureleaf and the big names that are already the MSOs? That, oh, yeah. I mean, it doesn't really give me the warm fuzzy that this is like, a, it's a still a self-preservation thing. It's not a an altruistic for the consumer type thing.
0: No, it's about making money, man. And so that's what that was about, making some money for their shareholders. (laughs) And then one way that you can do that is you get a new license in a new state and you're able to sell to adult use. And that happens. We're gonna be talking about Texas. Texas is legalizing. All sorts of things are legalizing and I'm happy to help people. Miggy's gonna do a deep dive on social equity in Washington state. We'll be posting that next week, but I don't think it's really all that big of a secret That the people that are funding the cannabis legalization efforts actually have cannabis licenses?
1: No, but I'm interested to watch, like I said before, watch Oklahoma. Because right now you have the medical market that is protecting itself. And I just, I'm curious to how that one's going to turn out come, I think, March is when they're up for vote.
0: Oh, okay. They have some more graphs and charts here. So cannabis campaign contributions for marijuana legalization measures during the November 22nd. Free spending is in blue. If you're listening to this at home or during a commute, because most of our viewers are also listeners, we'll just describe how much they spent and how much was industry money. Arkansas, they spent almost $14 million. Basically, 100% of it was industry money. And then in Missouri, they spent substantially $4.25 and that was about ninety-five percent industry money. Maryland only four hundred thousand not- dollars. <laughs> Arkansas's <laughs> population is smaller than Missouri's or Maryland's. Arkansas's population is three to three point five million. That's it.
1: Didn't it not yeah Maryland didn't they already have it on the books already for? No, they have a medical program. They did
0: not have recreational, but now they do.
1: They legalized it, and now they have
0: some statutes that need to be written, just like how New Jersey did. I can't wait to get my hands on that but with what texas is doing what illinois is doing i'm busy and the office and so that's great and then i also have like clients that have licenses and so okay we need this one now i'm like sure i'll get back to you this week yeah i wonder north- how this okay. yeah, but north dakota only six hundred thousand, yeah. and there's nobody who lives there five and a half people live in north dakota and in South Dakota, same thing, six and a half people live there. And they spent six hundred and thirty thousand dollars. It's really impressive that Maryland, I believe, is one of the highest populations out of all five states. I think Maryland's population is approximately six point five million, and South Dakota's is a tenth of that. And Maryland spent less than South Dakota did.
1: Sure. I wonder how these numbers compare to say other industry donation, say gas or cigarette tobacco. I wonder what the comparison is from the industry versus because it hasn't worked in South of North Dakota, but it did it work. It in- did.
0: Don't forget to join us on Facebook back, Facebook.com backslash free THC. I think one of the things we can start doing is a dank meme of the week. and We have all these dank memes that Miggy shares on there. And sometimes they blow up because yeah. the cannabis page now of Marijuana Prohibition is unconstitutional. That's Facebook.com backslash free THC. It's now up to 392,000 followers. So go check it out so that you can follow us and all the dank memes that Miggy makes.
1: I love seeing people tag each other in those things. That's all it's about, just trying to have a little chuckle in this depressing-ass fucking topic.
0: Correct. A little chuckle in the depressing-ass fucking topic. That is what it's all about. We have some more secrets of cannabis legalization. These are open secrets. They become headlines sometimes. Very often, the headlines will be coming out of, oh, I don't know, the marijuana moment. That is uh, one of our main sources that we rely on. And that, okay. Guess what this headline says. What do you think? People, people will live states story. with legal cannabis, lower rates of alcohol use disorder or higher rates? What do you think? The federally funded study says, come on, guys, especially right? all you 60 people watching at home. What do you think? Do you think that when you legalize it, does alcohol use disorder decrease or increase in your state? Survey oh. says it actually lowers the rates.
1: But what about the children, Tom? But what about Ooh, the children? The children shouldn't be drinking anyway.
0: And this is published out of Marijuana Moment <laughs> from January 12, 2023. And Damn. this comes from researchers. Where are these researchers out of University of Colorado and University of Minnesota. Decent schools. And they have a quote from the research. We established evidence that suggests cannabis legalization causes a 0.11 standard deviation increase in cannabis frequency, whereas adult No, AUD is alcohol use disorder symptoms decreased by the same 0.11 standard deviation driven by reductions in the use of alcohol when physically hazardous. So legalizing cannabis appears to make your life in your city a bit safer, not too much, but it is a peer reviewed study published last week in the Journal of Psychological Medicine.
1: And there's studies showing also like opioid addiction and all the other effects from actual real problems out there that how cannabis helps alleviate all that. This is no shit news, right? For all the hippies out there.
0: I think it's a lot of no shit news for all the hippies out there. But it's great that they, they whenever they have these types of positive studies that come out, they always they say, hey, yeah. we don't want to overstate this. We're not trying to say that this is good. But they, I like how they, this study was supported through grants from the National Institute of Health. And they have a concluding, prevention and intervention efforts may best be implemented by continuing to target established risk factors rather than focusing on availability.
1: It's not just like, I love how you put that, though. You're right. Whenever they find something positive, you're like, no, but we don't want to tell you this is good. But the same token,
0: uh, you know, they they that in their quotes, but go ahead.
1: Oh, no, I'm just saying there's still that whole worry about the DUI thing, right? We still haven't come across an agreed upon like nanogram level in your body, but there's always got to be something negative, whereas you can just be like, hey, it does do, you know, it can be both good and bad at the same time. It it is medicine. You have an endocannabinoid system, but... Also, I will, okay, cannabis, CHS exists. The cannabis, uh, cannabinoid hyperemesis. It's still not a reason to outlaw the goddamn plant and put people in jail. Here's the author's quotes again.
0: They said they were reassuring with respect to public health concerns around recreational cannabis. And then they walk it back. But they caution that the findings do not imply that cannabis consumption is without risk, only that we do not identify meaningful changes in these negative outcomes as a result of legalization. We're not saying that it's not without risk. We are saying that we aren't finding many risks.
1: <laughs> exactly. Way to disclaimer it, right?
0: They have to disclaimer it. They're scientists talking about a federal crime.
1: That's the bullshit whole premise behind all this, like, the science backing it, but at the same time, you can't be like, smoke weed every day. You know what yeah. I mean? It's not a... Dog said that 25 years ago. Oh, yeah. But I mean, again, it's not their goal to, like, advocate for consumption use or whatever, but Overall, for society, it shows that we're better off with legalization than any prohibition. What has prohibition, what good has it done? Where has who has it saved? No, I tell you our next story. It
0: almost was our lead story. More secrets of cannabis prohibition. I can tell you, that was our quick baity title for today. If you liked it, smash those likes. Leave us a comment. Let us know. Oh, and if you guys want to win a shirt or one of these books behind me, send us a super chat. Or ask us a question become a member and uh, and then ask for a shirt we'll give you
1: one tom follows through i don't <laughs> so, <laughs> i still owe a, guy a shirt from last year which i got your email buddy and i'm actually uh, about to send some stuff off that uh,
0: somebody ordered a book a couple of weeks ago and it just kept bouncing back and so i stopped trying
1: to mail it i think it was in
0: kentucky or something
1: you remember when we had those two boxes of bovita packs oh yeah
0: those were fun
1: I had two boxes of a for like three years and I finally just gave a whole box to somebody. I was like, look, I don't know how to, I know people ask for them, but and again, Mm -hmm. we're just two dudes that talk on the internet. So it's not like we're going to fund it. This funds your business. It is just, I'm out of pocket. (laughs) I know. And I'm trying to hire more staff so I can,
0: but then I have to get into an office and that's just this whole other thing that I don't even want to talk about. Instead, we should get to the next story. The next story is pretty cool. Court rules that a recommended use of medical cannabis while pregnant is not considered child neglect. How about them apples? That's some good news out of all places. Arizona. The Arizona Court of Appeals ruled that using medical cannabis under a physician's care while pregnant does not mean it is child neglect
1: that's almost as close if it came out of texas holy crap dude they at least have it legal there yeah yeah but amazing arizona's been back words for a while but it yeah. seems like they're uh, starting to get better out here so a uh, good on them for actually getting caught up into the 21st century
0: james smith wants a shirt down in alabama you can super chat at us or join and become a member legalizers in chief they get uh, shirts and books mailed to them and Stick around. We're going to have a great guest here real soon. Jorge Cervantes will be on the 420 Somewhere program soon. So get your questions in for Jorge and win some of his beans. That's right. Wouldn't you want to grow some Jorge Cervantes beans? I know I would. That's uh, pretty dope, dude. Yep, that's one of the reasons why our name that strain is going to be what it is later today. Let's go to the quote, though, of this great article that we have right here. Let me see if I can zoom in on it without hanging up. Riddell's marijuana use, and Riddell, or Ridgegel was the name of the person who was using it, the patient. Their marijuana use was protected by the AMA. Of course, that is the Arizona Medical Marijuana Act. And that protection extends to prenatally exposing her infant to marijuana. How? that's the judge, wrote in his or her decision. I'm not sure. It's Randall Howe assuming it's identifying as a male, but sure. that's good news. And I'm glad that the Arizona medical cannabis act protects patients yeah. from the types of things that people will use. They will say that your cannabis use is child endangerment or something weird like that.
1: And at the same time, they would put her on opioids. If she was in like severe pain, right? Or just take this for right now, small amounts, but like smoke, joint you're a bad ridiculous the holistic option another thing part of prohibition right is to have that option of wellness fucking nuts that's right that is
0: freaking right you're supposed to have that opportunity for wellness there i tell you what it's something else
1: all we right some local news
0: do we have some local news do you oh, got the you. stuff up? It's local for me and let me go and check out this his here next story Oh, yes, it is local for me, isn't it? Let's go. This one, it's not stock news, but I almost feel like we should hit that bumper simply because it's about money. Oh, yeah. We have a different bumper we can hit, though, that's about mo- money. It goes way back. This is uh, this is a legacy bumper. Hey, it's Miggy here with some cannabis legalization news out of Gondrepreneur Magazine. They are reporting that Illinois adult use sales reached a record of one5 billion dollars in 2022. Pretty amazing considering there is only, in the whole state, 110 dispensaries. That's it. This next year, there should be another 192 dispensaries opening, and there's another 55 dispensaries that's going on as a lottery right now, and if you want to get in on that, you should head on over to CannabisIndustryLawyer.com and sign up for our emails because we are promoting our webinar that is on January 23rd. So check it out. You can win a cannabis license in the state of Illinois from anywhere in the United States, provided that you're eligible.
1: What? How many dispatches do you say they're available? 110. I wonder what 1.5 billion divided by 110 is.
0: Oh yeah, that's math you can actually do. And so here it is. They actually talk about 189 more conditional licensees are in the process of getting open. So that means it's probably only two or three actual cannabis dispensaries from that group of 192. Because it says not currently there's 113 licenses in the state that are operating. Like, for example, one of those is a social equity license called the Green Ivy that only recently opened in like November or December. My client is, I got to touch base with him because we're ready to open. Let's go. And yeah. then they're, they're 100% black owned team. And I figured that would be like what Governor Pritzker is trying to champion. They're always talking about how they're underrepresented. And I'm like, okay, can we get this? we get this thing scheduled so they can get open for business. And then you can put one over in the other column and say, Hey, it's a more diverse industry now.
1: Yeah. So they're just holding, dragging their feet. Regulations take time. And so
0: like they get done and then they then have to contact the regulator has to come out and do an inspection. And if anything's missing, they have to fix that. And then after they tow the line and make sure that all the T's are crossed and the I's are dotted, they will give them their certificate of operation so they can then actually retail the cannabis products.
1: How many licenses are going to be available next coming up? Do you know what, how they're broken up as far as like grow, dispensary, transportation wise?
0: Oh yeah, there's only, I'm sorry, only dispensaries, nothing else
1: oh okay still a shame like here in washington state when i went through that social equity program i still haven't figured out what's available so like i found it just crazy like all these social equity programs that you have to take these lessons that they try and teach you it's a very pandering about business and whatnot right it's fine business is what it is right because most of us don't find yourself in that position to think like that where you have to reevaluate a thing or create assessments and do all this other boring adult stuff but what was frustrating for me, because like I've taken business classes of marketing and you hear him preach, like you have a vision, know your fucking, so your your customer, right? If I don't know if I can be a grow or a store, how the F can I make a business plan? You know what I mean? It, they're different, they're different animals.
0: They're really different animals. I tell you what.
1: I mean, I appreciate the cheerleading and the, the little hoorahs, but like, I can't have a plan if you fucking don't let me figure it out.
0: It's hey good, man, man.
1: That, isn't that how the regulated cannabis industry is?
0: I sure know it is. Boy, it's been a frustrating few years being in this industry. So how about we take a quick little break, because it's 420, at least on the East Coast, and then somewhere else in the world. We'll be right back. I tell you what, that is some smooth granddaddy purple. Nice. And let's do a quick quote on that Illinois story, which I think I'm going to put was at 1850. So Mario Treto Jr. has a quote. He is, of course, the secretary of the IDPFR, who is the cannabis dispensary regulator in the state of Illinois. And he says, we are excited for what the future holds for the most equitable cannabis industry in the country. We are optimistic the industry will only continue to flourish in 2023 as we welcome more dispensaries to Illinois. What a statement. And by the way, maybe you guys would like to make a statement on cannabis legalization news. Did you know that PodConics is where our podcast is uh, when we are not on on the YouTubes? And so if you go to PodConics.com, you can become a sponsor of the Cannabis Legalization News Podcast. We're downloaded about 10,000 times last month. And it's it's not just our podcast that is on PodConics. There are tons of cannabis related podcasts on it. Let's check them all out. And so if you're a brand that's trying to reach people in the industry, here are where they are at. They brand. are listening to these stories. They're listening to Cannabis Legalization News. They're listening to Dank Discussions and Can a Week and Cannabis Casually Baked and The Hoban Minutes and Talking Hedge and Thinking Outside the Bud. All of these are wonderful podcasts. Check them out and you, who has a cannabis brand, can advertise on them, talk to us over at podconics.com. Tell
1: them Cannabis Legalization News sent you. Oh, yeah, do that. That's a really great thing about the cannabis conversation, right? It goes from, like, podconics, which is, like, business and permit the law and whatnot, and then you also have the weed tube, right, where it's, like, all the influencers and kids all doing their thing. A great plant.
0: What a great plant indeed. And I think it's time for us to get back a little bit to the podcast. What is our next story after the Illinois one? Tennessee. Uh, here we are. We're going to go down to Tennessee. Tennessee has got some news, man. And it is 2140. All right. <laughs> Ready? Yes. Democrats have introduced a bill to legalize marijuana in Tennessee, Meanwhile, their GOP is probably going to block it. This is being reported out of the Tennessean, which from the looks of it is related to the USA Today people, and they're a fine publication. So we got some key points. What do they say? Democrats in the state legislature want to legalize growing, selling, and purchasing of marijuana in Tennessee. The bill is renewed efforts of past cannabis legalization sponsored by Nashville Democrats, because if you're in Nashville seeing a show, don't you want to smoke some weed and the bill will face tough opposition from many republicans
1: i swear republicans are like a, are they even americans at this point dude i just feel like i just don't think they ever like do anything that's like for their masses this is ridiculous that they still have this stance of the party of insurrectionists i'm not surprised yep yep
0: yep i tell you what but uh, let's go over what's a uh, little bit more of it state rep bob freeman who's a democrat from nashville and senator heidi campbell also democrat from nashville by the way are re-upping their bill called the free all cannabis for Tennesseans act which would legalize the recreational use of marijuana and provide a process for it to be grown and sold that's great and we're really supportive of it. It would allow 60 grams to be legal, which of course is more than double the possession limit in the state of Illinois with only an ounce or 28 grams. That would be a little bit more than two. Okay, so I don't think it's gonna pass. I think it's fascinating that they are just skipping over medical cause like they don't really yeah. have a medical industry in Tennessee whatsoever.
1: They've been working around the semantics of Delta-8 and, and hemp extracts turning into THC. I know there was a restaurant that I don't know how well they did or if they stayed open. But I uh, was quoting here from the Lieutenant Governor, Randy McNally, who's a Republican. Rand brokerage. McNally
0: is literally the, <laughs> yes. the map guy, the dude the, who makes the maps.
1: I bet you it's the third.
0: Rand McNally, the third, I hope. Yeah.
1: <laughs> saying, but they said on the Delta 8 industry was on notice. McNally and the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation are two of the biggest impediments to the legalization of marijuana or Delta 8 for recreational or medical. So their Lieutenant Governor and Apparently, the Bureau of Investigations for Tennessee. Why don't you like fun, people? Why don't you like wellness?
0: What is wrong oh. with
1: you, people? What? Where did the plant hurt you? You know, you, you got your dog. Yep.
0: Yeah, touch. Show me on the plant where uh, cannabis touched you.
1: So dumb, man.
0: Uh, it is, but it is not without. They're making progress, man. We're talking right. about Tennessee putting bills in to legalize it. I'm busy as hell now. That's fine, because like I'll get an office, I'll train up a team, I'll be able to do more of the sales and less of the actual throughput work as well. And we'll be ready for cannabis legalization news, not for cannabis legalization news, but for federal cannabis legalization. Oh, which sure. Hopefully then allows this channel to reach a lot more people as opposed to the, the stuff that we're going through now.
1: I just, in the in these red states, I, I worry dude, just like in, I think it was recently in Missouri, where they do have legal now and everything, and you think they're in 2020, but they just passed a law, something about covering women's shoulders. Did you see that one? Where no. To, yeah, like Congresswomen have to wear, or in the Senate, have to wear long sleeves. Like some little freak incel gets turned on by elbows, and then they pass this bill. I just don't know The R side's way too hung up on like people's pants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, so. they
0: certainly are. But you know what you can do as you're in one of these states that's hurtling toward legalization? You can check out our How to Win a Cannabis License course that i made. And so that we used to have a cannabis industry mastermind, and then I'm relaunching it into individual courses simply because this software is much nicer. So How to Win a Cannabis License, we touch on everything. How to win a cannabis license by lottery, how to win a merit-based cannabis license, how to win a complete application and there's even a little final quiz so if you want to do how to win a cannabis license head on over to cannabisindustrylawyer.com and you will get a prompt that says go over there and see it or sign up for our newsletter and you'll be giving some emails about it
1: also get involved man i think in washington state that was one of my bigger regrets is not getting more involved with the policy or at least understanding i've, I've been on the side of all the other people bitching and moaning about the whole thing right and then now when i finally try to dive into that social equity thing. I was very disappointed. Just the fact that- They cut you out. Just barely. So if you would have been involved, don't get cut out
0: of your own social equity program. Yeah. He can't apply because he's ineligible. And then again, like social equity in Illinois, the most fucked up thing about it is I recently moved. I was the trustee in my last address for the township. And then I sold that residence because I wanted to open an office and hire some employees. And I, I had to like update my residency information. I am no longer in a food desert, but I was in oh. a food desert which qualified me for five out of the past 10 years of residency. But because I moved, even though that I've lived there for nine and a half years, because I moved a few months ago, yeah. it doesn't matter. But of course it also wouldn't have mattered because I was not arrested for weed member of my family was not arrested for weed and none of us as far as I'm aware have been a victim of a gun crime. And that's how they've defined social equity in Illinois, where they make all these mandatory requirements so much so that you really don't have a shot in hell of being one of those people. They're probably only about two to three percent of the whole population. Yeah. And then you realize that those are some of the most vulnerable people that we have.
1: Exactly. That's yeah. the thing too is like so they laid out three criteria, right? There's their arrest Got that check then there's, but they want two out of three. So either don't make over 82,000 a year or three Sorry. live in a disproportionately poor area for five years. And then they set the time frame for it. neither of those last two. I did, but my arrest did affect my life. Like when I went to join the Navy, I had a, I was signed on for a $10,000 bonus in an advanced computer school. And then when I got arrested, I told my recruiter and they had to put me on a waiver. And it changed the course of my my professional life pretty much. And uh, that don't fucking say equity needed. Like the prohibition was wrong and ruined someone's life. I don't know or get denied a student loan or all the other shit that happens to people. What people should have been looking at. Instead, they say, "Hey, if you live in a poor area, or if you just broke, that's an extra notch in your belt."
0: that that, and, that allows you to be exploited.
1: Hey, yeah, let's yeah. do
0: one more story, and then we're gonna cut. Because we got to go do a 420 somewhere with Penelope from the Medical Cannabis Project. And that's going to be available on the channel later this week. So don't forget to give us a comment down there. Ask us about what types of guests you'd like to see. Ask a question for Jorge Zavante. So he'll be on the next guest. But this is a story out of your backyard, Mickey, Because I'm pretty sure that's a oh, picture yeah. of Seattle right there. What's going on with Jones Soda?
1: I don't know. I missed this one. The infused yeah. Expands THC-infused Mary Jones products to Washington. Oh, interesting. So those people have found their stores.
0: Yep, by entrepreneur on January 10th, they were reporting that Jones Soda Co. was expanding its Mary Jones cannabis-infused beverage brand to Washington State after launching the products in California of last year.
1: Amazing. Now Jones yep. Soda Co.
0: I think those are that fancy soda maker that does the uh, the sugar only soda.
1: Right? They do everything. They do that also the that weird ass Thanksgiving the turkey soda and then the cranberry. Thanksgiving soda. Thanksgiving
0: turkey soda. That sounds yes. disgusting.
1: And they have a really cool like influencer program. But that's interesting. That they're going to be found in my state oh, again. Shoot, or... you weren't
0: even kidding. Here it is, Jones <laughs> Special Release Turkey and Gravy Soda. Wouldn't you need a few milligrams of THC to make sure that you actually drank it? I can't believe that. Oh my god!
1: It, it comes in a package like a buffet. Uh, I haven't tried trying. it myself. Though.
0: That is interesting. And I have had a wonderful time going through the secrets of cannabis prohibition. Hopefully you guys did too. The next channel that you should watch is whatever video is going to be up, probably there. And then if I'm in the mirrors, I'm going to say it's down there, which is very strange. Anyway, hopefully you guys are having a great time. Thanks for sticking around on cannabis legalization news. Check us out on the podcast and tune in next week. We have a couple of updated episodes that will be coming out. See you, everybody. Later. Check out that video. I'll be in Mexico next week.